Man, my holiday bills are almost as hard to get rid of as my in-laws. I guess my budget will be my New Year's resolution again. Hi there, friendly S&T banker here. The aftermath of the holidays can be tough. Have you thought about using the equity in your home to consolidate your debt? I can do that? Yep. Home equities are one of the lowest cost financing options. At S&T Bank, we can help you so you can have a financial fresh start. Stop by a branch or visit stbank.com to learn more. S&T Bank. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. Welcome to The Drive. I am Dale Lally. He is the Matt Williamson. And uh, Matt... um it's Friday, which yeah. means we got uh, a game on Sunday. We got to make our picks today. We got lots of stuff to get to our DFS lineup. We got to get back on the horse with that. Uh, but first, I wanted to talk a little bit about Thursday night's game, uh, yeah, the, yeah. the uh, Chicago Bears versus the Washington Commanders. And let's see, see if you agree with me here. If I'm reaching a little bit, so in the first uh, first few games of the year. Justin Fields was not good. Oh, miserable. Awful. Miserable, miserable wasn't miserable. seeing things, yeah. wasn't finding DJ Moore, wasn't doing what you Tons of sacks, yeah. really disjointed, missing open guys, all sorts of the bad stuff. Last two weeks for Justin Fields. He's thrown eight touchdown passes and one interception. Mm-hmm. He's finding uh, DJ Moore. Getting, you know, it finally looks like, oh, the light turned yeah, on here. yeah. And he's not just totally relying on his legs. Right. I mean, it's not just... Although he had to be last night after all the running backs got hurt. Well, yeah, he had a fullback <laughs> to close out the game. So, yeah. But my, my point being, this is kind of the roller coaster you sometimes ride with young quarterbacks. I figure that's where you're going, and I don't think you're reaching here. And you're obviously going to equate it to Pickett, right? I Correct, mean, yeah. I mean, without saying. Um, I think that's a young team as well. Side note: They just traded Chase Claypool for uh, one one hundredth what they paid a for him. A bucket of balls, but, and I don't think he was the reason they were terrible. A bucket of footballs too, which wouldn't be very many. Not very many. It depends <laughs> how big the bucket is. But and their offensive line is a little healthier now, but they had an injury last night and had to shuffle guys around. So I mean, like what I'm saying is, it's still the basically the same group around him. It's the same coaching staff around him. I do think Luke Getze, who I know from my pit days, Steel Valley's finest. Um, and him, I that was Charlie Batch. What's that? I thought that was Charlie Batch. Yeah, it could be. There's no who else want there, but <laughs> I like Luke. He's a good dude. But anyway, I, I do think the coordinator and quarterback are much more on the same page. I mean, I think that that has a lot that's to do. Huge, with, huge, and yeah. that doesn't happen overnight. I mean, Walsh in Montana wasn't built in the day, and you know, so and there's a lot of ability there with Justin Fields. Like, I don't think you and I ever thought. This guy can't throw the football at an NFL level. Oh no! You know, like there's some guys that aren't accurate enough to throw the ball to football in the NFL level. You know, I mean, two, the jury's still out on Richardson. Uh, you know, full, full disclosure: three years ago, when Justin Fields was coming out, mm-hmm. there were times when I looked at it and said, "Should I have him ranked ahead of Trevor Lawrence as a as a prospect?" Yeah, he was my clear too. Yeah, I mean, I mean Wilson. And, and there were know. time there were times during an offseason. I'm like, I think I might like Fields better. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, and so. These guys are savable. Now, Chicago is going to end up with two first-round picks, theirs in Carolina. Who's to say that they still stick with him? And, you know, they, they were in a 14-game losing streak before this. Yeah. And Fields, I know, you know, quarterback wins. Aren't then they trade away Chase Claypool and they win. And they win. I don't have <laughs> so I heard this, too, on the way, right before the game, the Bears, Fields, has never run a game where the opponents scored more than 20 points. You know, like, it was more than just 14-game losing streak. Yeah. You know, a lot of Steeler-like stats that you're seeing. Um, 
Is that team out of the woods? Is that coaching staff out of the woods? Is the quarterback out of the woods? No, but the, you're right. The last two weeks are so much better. And the same thing happened to him that happened to Pickett last year. I mean, his numbers, his production got much better in the second half of the season, yeah. but it was more legs driven, you know? Yeah. You know, so these young guys are a roller coaster. I mean, they, they, they are. And, and I, I thought of that because, you know, two weeks ago or last week, even, I guess we're, we're talking about Pickett's game against the Raiders and going, oh, he played pretty well. And, mm-hmm. you know, that was a pretty good Pickett game. And yeah, you know, that, that's something you can build off of. And then he takes a step backwards. I think this is just part of the process with young quarterbacks it because is. teams same are thing constant- to Josh Allen. Yeah. I mean, same thing happened to Herbert. Oh. Yeah, right. Yeah. I, I documented that. Um, you know, Brian Dayball is now considered an offensive genius, although mm-hmm. maybe not so much this year. <laughs> if you look at his first couple of years, like he became the, the the offense coordinator for the Bills in Josh Allen's first year, mm-hmm. they averaged like thirteen points a game. Oh, and his he did not look like he had NFL accuracy. Year two was like seventeen points mm-hmm. a game. It wasn't until year three that that Allen, oh hey, he's you know, yeah, he looks like a real NFL quarterback. And that's now it's time to pick a fifth year option and yeah. extend him, and he's the guy, et cetera. No, you're right, and I've brought this up many times. The rookie quarterbacks, in general, are like the 24th or 25th best quarterback in the league, and Kenny's basically still on his rookie 17 games. Now he should be further along than than that because yeah. of the whole offseason and et cetera, et cetera. And he hasn't played well enough. No one's saying he has, but the book's not written. The book is not written. Like yeah. even think back to Jalen Hurts. Oh, he's a great example. After after year two, I mean, he got they got, the, the Eagles go into the playoffs. Bucks destroyed them. The Bucks just he, unbelievably the whole, mashed them. And the whole game plan was Hurts beat us with your arm. Yeah, and he couldn't. And he couldn't do it. No. And they had two first round picks, and everyone's like, "Well, if he doesn't have a good year, they got the, the firepower to go go up and get somebody." And so they used one on AJ Brown instead. But same with Miami and Tua. They had two first round picks. Yeah. You know, like. No, you're right. You're right. Hertz is the perfect example. Now he's like the wealthiest quarterback in the league. Yeah. So I, 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 I just that that just struck me as I'm watching that game last night because we had talked about Fields, mm-hmm. you know, and and he was coming off a, a good game against Denver, but they lost, mm-hmm. and it was Denver's defense. So you don't know. Yeah. Washington's defense had not played poorly. Their back seven was bad, but he it destroyed awful. it. He just killed <laughs> he it. Destroyed it. He, but their I mean, front is really good. By going to DJ Moore, my 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 thought on that was, it's. Uh, I hate to judge Pickett off of these first, these last three games, because mm-hmm. he hasn't had Deontay Johnson. It's, Sunday he's not going to have Deontay Johnson and Pat Firemuth. It's funny all those guys we brought up. Hertz got AJ Brown. Tua got Tyreek. Diggs goes to Buffalo. You know, from what I was told, the Panthers Bears trade was always going to involve a player, but it was either going to be Brian Burns or it was going to be DJ Moore. Now, I think Burns is better at what he does than Moore is what he does, but in For order your to get your quarterback, yeah. exactly. You know, so. Like you would have had to have drafted a wide receiver mm-hmm, right. in the first round right, right. this year. And then who knows whether that works out. And there wasn't a, a one that went re- really high either. So uh, I think having a number one target for these young guys is almost imperative. Like on, on fourth and one on Sunday, last Sunday against Houston – if it's yeah. fourth and one and Deontay Johnson is on the field, mm-hmm. Deontay Johnson is either getting the football in that situation or Houston is so worried about Deontay Johnson getting the football in that situation right. that it opens somebody else up immediately. Like, I don't think Deontay's as good as Tyreek. Right. But I do think, I do know when he's on the field over this, over the picket era, 
people treat him as he's the most threatening guy on the field. Because he is. Because he is. Yeah. I mean, he is a clear, he's a clear number one type receiver. Mm-hmm. He gets that kind of treatment. And he gets the targets. Beca- and and he now gets, Kenny's, or yeah. now George is getting them pick-ins. And there's a ripple effect. There's yeah, right. Absolutely. Um, you know, now Calvin Austin has to play maybe more mm-hmm. snaps. Uh, you know, maybe Calvin Austin isn't even on the field in that situation. Yeah, maybe not. Who, who's to say? Right. Yeah. But, no, it's a it's certainly a loss. I mean, he's a number one receiver for a young quarterback is, I think, more important now than ever. It's and a security just, blanket. Yeah. I mean, it's it's somebody that you and, – and for a guy like Deontay, who is always open – even yeah. more so. Oh, even more so. Like, I'm not sure what to do with the ball. I'm going to you. Like, Pickens yeah. Pickens is a nice prospect, and he yes. and, and he does good things, but he's not always open. And he hasn't – there's not a ton of them, but he hasn't had the contested catch success this year as he has last year right. either. It's a hard thing to maintain. Yeah, I mean, right. For one thing. Um, even uh, Carolina, we mentioned they traded DJ Moore. Well, they basically came out the other day and said, we're in the market for a number one receiver. Yeah. You know, like – T. Higgins, Marquise Brown, I don't know who the heck knows, but they want one because they realize they're young. One of the things, one of the things that they did in the off season mm-hmm. to replace him was go get a guy in Adam Thielen who had been a number one receiver. He at least knows is steady and, maybe, and knows what he's doing. Yeah. You know, he's going to be. You know, he knows where he's going to. He's going to be at all the time. Mm-hmm. The quarterback knows where he's going to be at all the time because he's he's going. That's where he's going to be and. It just makes life easier for your quarterback. Mm-hmm. And Thielen, I think, is also brought in to mentor kind of a Patrick Peterson Porter situation. Right. Mentor Mingo, who's really raw, you know, that has a lot of ability. But yeah, I, I bet, I'll bet a, a fair amount of money. Carolina goes and gets somebody this offseason for their young quarterback. Well, T. Higgins will make a ton. Yeah, of make sense. a ton of yeah. sense if he's yeah. on the open market. They'll just outbid everybody. Yeah, you know? and bring him back the Clemson guy back to uh, mm. back to Carolina. Yeah, that makes sense too. Maybe it'd be a desirable destination for him too yeah um but yeah that just as i was watching I mean, that game last night i'm thinking yeah. boy we'll be it, how nice it would be for pickens or Pickett to have deontay yeah, johnson right now mm-hmm. to be able to do the dj Moore type stuff not that he's going to go have seven catches for or eight catches for 230 yards but secondly boy you know you're sec these these quarter young quarterbacks are such a roller coaster yeah everybody assumed that trevor lawrence was out of the the woods Sure. After his second half sure, last year, sure. he's been a little slow. He's been a little. And it's not all too. on him. No, no, but, but he's not blowing your doors off. No, he's not making plays to elevate the other guys either. Mm-mm. Even Hertz is right. not quite himself at the moment. I mean, Mahomes is a little down. I mean, I, I think it like we just assume these guys are great all the time. We remember the Ben Roethlisberger years a little differently than now than what they were. But even Ben's last year, who do you rely on? Right, Deontay. Whenever he's was, but if you think waning, back, you know, like right. year three for Ben. Year one was okay. He, he did what he did. Year two was oh okay. It's kind of more of the same that he did in year mm-hmm. one. A little bit they put a little bit more on his plate, but they're winning a lot of games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Year three he took a step back. Yeah, I guess I he had, liked to get interceptions that, that year. Yeah. Now that was coming off the that was coming yeah. off the the appendectomy and getting hit by a car and oh, okay. that kind of stuff. But he was not great that year. Was he more? My memory's bad on these things. Do, do you remember him being more aggressive? You know, being asked to do more. Well, I think that the you know, they were the trying offense. to start doing doing that. Because he knew those them. times were coming. Yeah, they they were trying to start working that way, but yeah. it just wasn't there yet. And so in year three, uh, and I know everybody says, well, you know, Ben Roethlisberger never had a losing record. Mm-hmm. The Steelers didn't. The games Roethlisberger started that year, the Steelers were seven and eight. Oh, really? So he kind of did have a losing season there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, his completion percentage went down to fifty nine point seven. That that was a career low. 
the touch uh, the, the 18 touchdown passes a league worst 23 interceptions wow 23 in 15 games yeah i didn't remember being that high wow and he went his, his yardage totals went from 2600 his rookie season when he started uh, he played 14 mm-hmm. games started 13 year 2 it was uh 2300 almost 2400 yards but he only played 12 games then year 3 uh, he played in 15 games. It was 3,500 yards. So that was—I mean—he was throwing the ball more. His his attempts went up that year, from 295, 268 to 469. Wow! And he led the league in interceptions. Okay. Like young quarterbacks make mistakes. There's still a learning process here. Yes, and this is not even a picket conversation. Is progress and Lawrence is a great example. Is not a linear thing, too. It's choppy. It's four steps forward, two back. You know, one to the side. You know. Et cetera, et cetera. So yeah. to, to write the book on Pickett or to blame one thing, the coordinator, of course, is what everyone wants to say, is, is, isn't is fair, and that's not how the league works. And I'm not going to say the coordinator's not part of that. Of because course he is. Everyone is. He, he's, you know, he's basically in charge. That's why they reported a couple of weeks ago that, oh, Matt Canada's going to spend more time working with Kenny Pickett. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what to think or talk, or he's gonna he's gonna talk to him every day. We well, already talks to him every day. They work together every day. I didn't even think that was a story. I didn't it was ridiculous. Right. Yeah, like I'm a big I'm a huge Luke Getze fan, but he did not help Fields at all for two weeks this year. You know, they yeah. were different. They were looking at things totally differently. You know, and now they're getting yeah, now, now they're getting, getting on down, the right. same page. But um, you know, as you, as you, it, it may be a situation for the Steelers this year, and I'm just spitballing here mm-hmm. that early in this in this season. Maybe they thought Pickett was further along than what he was. It's quite possible, right? And so now you get maybe you start scaling things back a little bit to play when you're more in the meeting rooms and mini camps and yeah. even preseason. Well, he's well, really he's... understanding what we're talking about. Yeah. You know, this is we're on the same page here because you heard that all offseason. Well, he's much better command of the playbook and much better command of the playbook than than you had as a rookie is not really saying. No, All that no, no, much, no, right? Right. I mean, that's to be expected. Yeah, I mean, that's the that's the current. That right, doesn't mean right. you've mastered it. No, and then not versus the Niners defense, and then yeah. you know, then you're reeling a little bit. Um, so to me, uh, you know, maybe, maybe you start to to have them play, and and they did against the Raiders. Let's go back to the game script that we had more last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, run the football, make a throw here or there, Kenny, and 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 move the move the chains, and and we'll be okay. Yeah. Oh, there's things I think that could help them too, though. That. Sh- relate to the coordinator but also the way they're just playing offense is they had a very few number of throws between the numbers in this past game where I think that's where he's going to be better you know yeah. and I'd like to see more play action I mean things that help your quarterback too you know it's not like they don't run plays to the middle of the field yeah it's, it's his decision where he throws it's it his not. decision yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so but anyways, he had very yeah. few attempts between the numbers this past week which I didn't understand yeah um yeah just a just a thought we'll mm-hmm. see you know I think a game against the Ravens, um, of course, the Steelers play on Sunday. Again, could be that thing, a, a, an opponent that he's gotten ready for now three times to yeah. play against. Um, we've often seen, and we always, we almost always saw this with Roethlisberger. An injured Ben Roethlisberger was a dangerous, was a, was just, was yeah, a more was dangerous Ben Roethlisberger like for whatever yeah, reason. Yeah, yeah. Like if he had something wrong with him, mm-hmm. he just seemed to play better. That's Yeah, it might be only a big Ben trade, but that is, <laughs> you're not wrong about that. By no means do I think this guy is anywhere close to out of the wilderness yet, but Zach Wilson looked like a good quarterback for the first time this yeah. week. You know, If he can put two together, be like, okay, maybe he's going to stick in this league in some capacity. I mean, he was the second pick in the draft. Right. <laughs> yeah, I just think, you know, 
I, I've been tough on 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 Pickett mm-hmm. on the show here. Um, I, I don't think he's played well to this no. point, but that doesn't mean that the book is written and he can't play well. I agree. I agree. I agree. So. He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. Uh, we're going to take a break, and uh, we'll come back more later, talk a little bit more about this uh, Steelers-Ravens matchup Yep, yep. right after this. Hey, Steeler fans, gear up with the latest sideline apparel, hats or jerseys of your favorite players, authentic memorabilia, custom items, and exclusives you can only find directly from the team at one of the official Steelers Pro Shops located at Acrisure Stadium, Grove City Premium Outlets, or Tanger Outlets, or visit online at shop.steelers.com. Uh, Matt, before we get back into the uh, Steelers-Ravens uh, talk, uh, Dick Buckus died yesterday. Right after we yeah, got finished with the show, the announcement came out. On the day the Bears were playing. I wonder how many fans out there know how close Dick Buckus could have he, he was this close to being, I'm holding my fingers just a, yeah, yeah, yeah. a millimeter apart, to being a Stealer. I know. I'm aware of that. I'm, you want to tell a story? I'm not sure everybody does. Yeah. 1964 draft, the Steelers decide that they want to trade. They want to, they want to get back into the second round or have a pick in the second round because they didn't have one that year because they traded away for veteran players. That's what okay. Buddy Parker did. They did a lot of that. Yeah. yeah. Buddy Parker did that in the early 60s. Uh, so they trade their 1965 first round draft pick. To the Bears, to get the for, second round, to get Chicago's okay. second and fourth round picks in the nineteen sixty four draft. Gotcha. I didn't know that was the trade, but okay. yeah. Uh, so they then take Jim Kelly out of Notre Dame, not the uh, not the Bills. Yeah, he was a wide receiver who would convert to tight end. He played one season for the Steelers and was done. Ouch. The other guy that they took in the in the fourth round was Ben McGee out of Jackson State. Now he actually or Jackson yeah, Jackson State. Um, he hung around the steel with the Steelers for nine seasons, made a couple of Pro Bowls, hmm, um, was okay. played in the Immaculate. You know, he was there for the Immaculate reception. Oh, so he was a good pick. Seventy four was his last season, but so he got nine seasons out of him. Okay, wasn't he, Dick Buckus? Though. Wasn't Dick Buckus? <laughs> the Bears then in sixty five used the third overall pick, which which is what the Steelers had mm-hmm. on Dick Buckus. Yes, they used the fourth pick in the, in that draft, which was theirs on Gale Sayers. Uh, yep. Also available in the first round that year, he went 12th to the Rams. The Rams? Yeah, the Rams. And he ended up going to the AFL instead was Joe Namath. Ah, very nice. Okay. Could have kept. That? He could have drafted Joe Namath, kept the local boy at home. I was going to say, local guy too. Yeah. Wow. Amazing. I knew the Bears part, and I knew that the pick was the Steelers. I didn't know that they traded up from the year before. I yeah. assumed it was for a veteran. Now, the Steelers in the so second long. round in 65 did get Roy Jefferson. Hmm. He was one of the better Guys but that on was the their there. only draft pick in the first seven rounds that year. <laughs> <laughs> seven rounds. They had traded away all their draft picks. So that's, that's when a, that's when Dan Rooney, who was, take, say, yeah. was taking over, said, "We're not going to do this anymore. We're not this trading is, first anymore. This is crazy. Yeah, We're not trading away all of our draft picks anymore." Yeah, and there wasn't even salary cap stuff then, and you know, ramifications of cheap labor and all that no. kind of stuff either. It's just. Good young guys coming out of college. You're just watching. You're playing against instead of winning. Yeah, I mean, Gail Sayers and, and <laughs> Dick Butkus were t- been pretty two useful. Hall of Fame players. Pretty useful in those days. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, just not that but I'm an amazing player. I mean, Butkus. I mean, yeah, yeah. Interesting to note. Also, there's another local angle tied in with Dick Butkus there. Uh, so the guy that Butkus replaced in the middle of Chicago's defense is the middle linebacker. Okay. Uh, was Bill George? Bill George was the mm. first middle linebacker in NFL history. He was a, he was a defensive tackle that they moved off the ball, and they they started moving him off the ball, and he became the it became the middle linebacker position. Yeah, he's from Waynesburg, PA. Really? 
So people think like Mike McDaniels is innovative, and he is. Yeah. But he didn't create the linebacker position. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like that's pretty big stuff. That's or, you know, a big deal. Yeah. Tom Landry, I think, created the four three. It, or, you it, know, it right. kind of shows you too how football has kind of developed. Like, oh yeah. In the in, Bill George moved off the ball like that in the fifty late fifties. Fifties. Yeah. The late fifties. I mean, you're talking about oh the hey why don't we move one of our defensive line like it was Get you had your, angles, you had your yeah. defensive linemen and then your secondary. There was nobody and in the nothing in between. Just a lot of gaps. <laughs> and people weren't throwing the ball as much, and they weren't developed route concepts. I think it was yeah. go get open, and then they came up with running out route, or you know whatever yeah. we're going to call it. No, it's pretty pretty cool. Like who covered the running back when he went out of the backfield at that point? I don't point? think he did. Or the tight ends? I don't think they did. <laughs> I mean, I think like Ditka led the lead, the tight ends with thirty catches. In Maybe a year that's or why they yeah. developed a middle linebacker position. Like this Ditka guy in Dallas is like. Catching, he's catching yeah, everything. Yeah, thousand yards receiving as a rookie here. And he's we, big. And yeah, we, we, John Mackey and guys yeah. like that. Yeah, and, no, it's pretty cool. Some of that, some of the innovative stuff that really didn't exist at the time, or you know, forward pass was new. Like wow. Yeah, but um, Buckus was tremendous. Yeah, uh, the, the Bears didn't have a. T- the Bears were like the Steelers at that point in the sixties. Were they that bad? They were bad. Okay. And throughout the seventies, they were bad. I mean, really, since Hallis. Butkus never, Butkus never played in the playoffs. Wow, and he had a, what ten year career or something like that. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. And there was Dick fewer Butkus teams too, right? Didn't never played a playoff game. Gail Sayers on the other side so, <laughs> for yeah, a few yeah. years. Anyways. Yeah, at least they. I mean, Sayers didn't last a super long time, but wow, that's that's crazy stuff. But because they never had a quarterback, they've not had a quarterback ever. ever. <laughs> ever. Like Jimmy Mann doesn't count. Justin Fields is now in the conversation as the best quarterback yeah, in the Bears it might history. Be Cutler. <laughs> <laughs> I mean Luckman. I mean nobody since like that. Those yeah, guys, Sid Luckman was no the last one. That, era, yeah. yeah. Um, anyways, I just yeah, thought that yeah, was that interesting. interesting. Uh, uh, you know, our, our but he's an all time great. He might be the best off ball linebacker ever. Also came back here if you remember. There was the the TV show uh, back in the day, maybe ten fifteen years ago, where Butk Butkus came back to he came to Western Pennsylvania and was coaching a high school team. Do you remember that? I always think he was he wasn't on Webster. That was Alex Karras. Yeah. What was Butkus on? He was uh, in some movies. He was too. in some movies and yeah, stuff. Yeah. yeah, and the light beer commercials. Yeah, yeah. that's what I really remember him <laughs> for. It tastes great. Yeah, less filling. Right. Those okay. commercials were fantastic. Oh, that's great. Yeah, way ahead of their time. <laughs> that's good stuff. I go back. You can actually Google some of those on YouTube and go back and watch them. Oh, they were all the biggest. They were. Celebrities they were like Madden. It, and, yeah, and they were innovative. Like yeah, and you couldn't forget them. No, no, yeah. and even as a. Six-year-old, I'm like, I want a Miller Lite. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Matt, uh, talked to, to uh, Alex Highsmith today after practice. Mm. Uh, he intends on playing on Sunday. Good, good. That was a little bit of a scare day ago. Said he kind of tweaked it late in practice on Wednesday, finished the practice, and then Thursday it was kind of, you know, Why bought? Yeah. catching on him a little bit. So, yeah, did some, you know, he said he was able to do some individual stuff today. and Good. Um, he's ready to roll. Expects it'll be better by Sunday. So that's a big one for the Steelers. That's a big one, yeah. yeah. Um, but they got to uh, get pressure on him. Yeah, you have to do that. Uh, but I would expect uh, the offensive line to still include uh, Nate Herbig at right guard, and obviously, okay. uh, and Jones is going to be Jones is going to be the left tackle. And Jones at left tackle in this game is concerning. He's concerning. Period. I mean, just... but in, against a team like. The Ravens oh, I know where you're going with this. That, that really likes here. to disguise yes. what they're doing and where the pressure's coming from and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's really going to be incumbent upon Isaac Sayamalu to be in, in, in Broderick Jones' ear. Like, he should be his best buddy. Yeah. yeah. Has to be. Yeah. Has to be. Has, absolutely. So, Jones' performance 
you see all the ability. I mean, he, he's got a chance to be great. And in the run game, he's a force already. He will play high at times. His pass pro um, technique is kind of all over the place. He doesn't marry his hands well. Um, it's like Nukalush. He can duck his head. It's kind of you know, all over the place. He's a little all over the place. And at Georgia, you get away with that stuff because even in the SEC, you're so much more gifted and, you know, people around you can make up for a deficiency here and there. But, you know, having not seen him pass block in a month, I thought maybe he'd be further along. But it's a lot different playing in the NFL in the regular season than it is, you know, preseason or mini camp when we're watching them camp. Um, but the thing I think you're getting at is he's still learning who to block too. Yeah. And it's just, things happen fast. That's not, well, why they must be coaching him poorly. No, just, he's a project. They knew that when he drafted him, there were a handful of plays that he didn't really block anybody. He started 15 career college games. Mm -hmm. That too, right? I mean, he wasn't, didn't come in as a polished, you know, product, but the Ravens, are hard to play against that way. They don't bring a lot of five and six man pressures. That's usually four, but you don't know which ones it's going to be. Yeah, they'll All have the they'll have stuff. seven seven or eight guys at the line of scrimmage, mm-hmm. and at the snap of the ball, half of them will drop out. Yeah, and you uh, you you said this off the air, so I'm stealing it from you that you might as well expect two or three of them to be right on every Broadway, play. Like every yeah, play. I would yeah. I would have if I'm if I'm. Pepper him, you know. Yeah, if I'm Mike, was Mike, Matt McDaniel, Mike McDaniel, whatever his name is, I think it's McFarland. Mike McFarland, no. Yeah, def- if I'm yeah, the Ravens' yeah. defensive coordinator, yes, I'm putting McD. Th- we'll call him. Yeah, okay. I'm putting at least I'm going to overload that side every play. Yeah, yeah, just to make him think. Just to make him think, and then you're dropping some of those, and you decide which guy you're going to try to block, and it might not be right. No, you I mean, and a safety's blo- a lot different than blocking Clowney. So what I would then expect for the Steelers is either the tight end on that side constantly, mm-hmm. or which, which isn't great for Chooks, right? Know, you, right. You give something up, or it, because that also handcuffs your offense a little bit. You're kind of playing left-handed mm-hmm. if your if your tight end has to be on one side all the time, or I would expect the back to be on that left side of of Pickett yeah, all the time. That makes sense to pick too. up the blitzers, to pick up the guys that come through, you know, yeah, that would come through. Yeah, I, I think that's probably safe to say. You know, usually you do that for Max Crosby. A great, side, yeah, a great pass side, block, a Garrett, pass you know. rusher. Well, the Ravens don't have one. They don't. They don't have a stand. But they'll have guys coming from all over the place. Mm-hmm. Now the the problem becomes when none of those guys. Sometimes they'll bail totally. You, you may, they may have three guys or four guys on that side of the line, and then none of them come, and the pressure comes. All four guys are coming from and the right side, the Chooks side, or yeah. whatever. Yeah, that, that stuff happens. And then people go, well, "Look at Chooks, What's he doing? He's yeah. having an awful game." <laughs> <laughs> and, and a lot of that's going to be on Pickett too. I yeah. mean, your lineman can't go. Jones can't go block somebody on the right side. Yeah. I mean, if they don't bring anybody, you're not going to block them. Um, and the other thing that they were bad at against Houston was picking up stunts. The stunts, the stunt yeah. stuff, I thought was problematic. Yeah, you know, the, and that wasn't always on him. It's, it's more the, the problem, like playing or, or blocking in, in, in up front in in the NFL, especially, is not like playing man to man defense in not basketball or something. No, you're. you're you're basically blocking a zone. Like when you're pass blocking, you're blo- you're blocking a zone. You're not necessarily blocking the guy who's across from you because he's not going to stay there. No, no. I mean, you can't follow a stunt. You got yeah. You have to kind of create a pocket and hope that the pocket holds up. But you can't have three guys blocking air. Is the problem? No doubt, no doubt. Like <laughs> I mean, the Dick LeBeau stuff forced people to do that a lot. Yeah. You know, like I think this guy's coming. He doesn't. He drops into a zone and. 
you got a, a, a blocker doing nothing. I mean, then you accomplish yeah. something as a defense. So, if, if, if with that in mind, Matt, are you going? Are you having a hot route on every play against the Ravens? Because that seems to be kind of no. what Indianapolis did against them. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. a lot of short a lot stuff, of quick stuff, getting the ball out quickly. I suppose. I mean. But still, they have seven in coverage, right? Or, or six in coverage, or seven. I'm sorry. But it's got to be something that you you know is going to be open quickly. Mm-hmm. Like you can't have these long developing routes against these guys because if you if if they guess right and you guess wrong, it's mm-hmm. going to lead to a sack. Yeah, and your protection hasn't been great all year. Period. You know, and Kenny's been quick to bail too. Maybe that gets him in a rhythm, kind of like Stroud did against Steelers. Yeah, you know, just a lot of quick game. I can see that. Yeah, I mean that that would be my way of kind of attacking. And that's kind of what, I mean, if you look at Baltimore's past defensive numbers, it's kind of what everybody's done against them. Yeah, that's true. Because they've been banged up in the secondary. Nobody's attacked it. And mm-hmm. I think that's part of the reason why is because they mix up those coverages so well. Yeah, and I also think the nature of the quarterbacks they face, too. Yeah. I mean, one's in his first career start. One's Minshew. One's a shell of Burrow. I, and how about this number on Burrow? Start. I heard I heard this stat this morning. On passes of 15 or more yards down the field this year. I bet he's worse than the league. Two for 22. Wow. And two for not, 22 on just look, 15 yards. They're bread and butter. I mean, that's Chase. That's Higgins. I, I mean, mean those guys are fine. That's unbelievably it's bad. unbelievable. He, he gets nothing on it. I mean, it's – Dobbs is a much better quarterback than him. That's who they're facing. Yeah. Right. right to, I mean, he's had a much better year. I mean, it's, it's not even close. So the official Steelers uh, practice report today, Presley mm-hmm. Harvin yeah. is out. We knew that was going to yeah. be the case. Uh, Alex Highsmith officially listed as questionable. Um, again, I expect him to, to practice. He was listed as limited today, uh, but that was a a step in the right direction. Okay. Najee Harris cropped up on the injury report with with a limited participant today with a hamstring, but he, he has no injury designation. Good, so, he took yeah. a beating in that game. Yeah, he's a war. He'll be fine. He'll be uh, fine. As we mentioned, Dan Moore is out. James Daniels is out. Pat Fryermuth, we already knew he was out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Demarvin Leal uh, with that concussion, he was limited on Thursday. Did not participate today. Uh, mm. That means he probably, after the athletic workout on, yeah. on uh, Thursday, experienced some uh, reoccurrence of uh, concussion symptoms, and so they declared him out. That means you get one of the other rookies is going to be— You think it's Fajoko? No. Yeah, okay. I mean, they're different. They don't even play the same position. No, yeah, Fajoko's right. strictly a nose. Yeah. Um, so— I think it's a lot of Keanu Benton. I was just thinking about who gets activated. Oh, he'll be active, I, I, mean, yeah. I think Benton's going to get a huge spike. Benton's going to get yeah. a big bump this week. And for him, the key this week is going to be you got to hold your water against these guys. Yeah. You in, can't in get to—you can't allow yourself to, to, oh, I see the quarterback and I'm gonna go, going to go get him. Mm-hmm. And then the offensive lineman just kind of— uses your momentum to take you past the quarterback, and Lamar's got a big opening. and Pass rush integrity and keeping yeah. the lane. and yeah, I mean, you're not going to mush rush them, but you also don't want to get too far upfield because Benton's a tremendous athlete for a 320-pound guy, but not compared to Lamar. I kind of do want – I want my defensive linemen, my, my, my tackles, mm-hmm. to mush rush him. Just to keep him – So that my edges can come and pinch. Yeah. Because no, I, I don't have a problem with that. I want him stepping up into the pocket to throw the football. Yeah, as because that's to where the because I want bodies around him when he's mm-hmm. trying to throw. Well, they certainly do have a that, say what you want about Steeler coaching staff. They understand how to rush Lamar. Yeah, yeah. they've kept him now. Free whether the players contained. execute that, no, that's then that's story, what, that's why I mentioned you know with with a guy that's in, big uh, with Highsmith, a, a, a guy in Benton who is his yeah, a rookie. Yeah. Um, you know, don't take the cheese. Mm-hmm. It's going to be there. 
you're going to see him and you're going to go, oh, I can go get him. And even Ogunjobi's more of a upfield attacker. Yeah. Too. You know, he's in, I mean, he's been around the block. Like you kind of, if, if you can kind of control those interior three mm-hmm. with those two, go a long way. Yeah. Now you can get the rush on the outside. Those two will get yeah. I mean, those two are going to, they're going to win. Gonna win. They're yeah. going to win. They're going to win. Yeah. Um, so that, that that's to a me big bet in though. Oh, but it doesn't doubt. mean he has to get three sacks. No, he's, he's got to do his job. Mm-hmm. Don't don't allow you now. When Lamar steps up in the pocket, and if you can get there, sure, that's different. That's different. But right. when he's in his when he's in his straight drop, you do not want to you do not want to take the cheese and run past him. I wonder if Loudermilk's going to get more snaps too, which worries me a little bit. I have not been impressed. Yeah, I mean he's um, been eleven. He almost he almost has to. I mean, I he and Armand Watts are the are the mm-hmm. the other two guys. I assume here. Watts will play a pretty significant role. Yeah. So, um, yeah, people wanted to see the some of the rookies. Well, you're going to see a lot of them. You're going to see Darnell Washington a lot too. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know the one guy. Let's see more Porter. You're probably he's still a nickel dime. Mm-hmm. Slash, you know, guy more more dime obviously than nickel, and, and you're not going to be in dime much against these guys. Yeah, now maybe that changes after the bye week. Maybe, but I just they don't. I don't know that this is a team necessarily that Porter. They're not going to go down the field all that much. No, I don't think they will either. I, I know that he's not known as a tackler, but I have not been impressed with Peterson and Wallace's tackling in the run game. You know, yeah. I, mean, I almost think anything would be better. It's strange though because that's one of the that was one of Levi Wallace's strengths. Mm-hmm. Uh, Has been. You, you know, he was considered a good solid tackler on the edge. Um, Do you think but they missed a bunch of tackles? Gets more slot snaps. Um, he could also play outside, but I don't yeah. know if that's part of their plans for him. Maybe use him a little bit in the dime stuff as well, mm-hmm. um, just to get it because they're. If you do experienced and he's yeah. tough and he'll tackle and you know if you do go dime against the Ravens because the Ravens will run some three receiver stuff now if Beckham and oh, they definitely do I mean but you'll like need fifty two percent you gotta have yeah. you can't just have one linebacker and nobody else that can tackle on the field mm-hmm. in the secondary the Steelers have been real big in base and dime they have not played a ton of nickel you know but I think some of that's also because they've played a lot of two back teams and this is another two back team yeah you know yeah for sure. Uh, but uh, that's the Steelers' injury report. Uh, I just saw some stuff. I just uh, haven't seen a final injury report out of uh, Baltimore yet. But uh, Jim or John Harbaugh was asked about the availability of Morgan Moses, and he said, "Well, uh, he, he was kind of noncommittal about it." Really? So I'm sure he doesn't want to tip his hand too much. But yeah. that's that's the one to watch. Well, 100. percent More that's, so than the other guys. Yeah. Yeah. If they get Falele against T.J. Watt. Wow. Yeah. Yuck. Yeah, that's a problem. Like real problem. Falele is a lesser version of Daywan Jones. And we know what TJ Watt did to oh, Daywan yeah. Jones. No doubt. He doesn't move nearly as well as Jones. He's yeah. not as gifted. He's he'll huge, fall though. he'll fall over in on occasion. <laughs> yeah, Big man over. fall down. Yeah, they'll spin him <laughs> in the knots. <laughs> Anyways, let's get to another break. He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lolly. You're listening to the drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. We'll be back with more right after this. Welcome back. I am Dale Lolly. He is Matt Williamson, and this is The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio. And, uh, Matt, uh, in terms of uh, um, this game, Jackson's completing 74.3% of Mm, his passes. That's the second best uh, in the uh, NFL. Um, But the ball's coming out quickly. Yes, is that a win for the Steelers' defense if the ball's out? If the ball is out of Lamar Jackson's hand in less than two seconds, I think it's a, I think it's a win for the Steelers' defense. Maybe, maybe. I mean, 
I fear that the Steelers' defense has gotten so big play dependent, and it's hard to create big plays in that environment, you know, ball out quick, you know, uh, but I also don't want it in his hands. Right, that's the <laughs> yeah, that's like, the, the rub, yeah. Anything but him, it being in Lamar's hands is probably a good thing. Yeah. All in all. I mean, Zay Flowers is dangerous. Because there's going to be know. some incompletions there. He's not going to complete them all. Mm-hmm. And if I'm, I'm, you know, dropping guys out myself and maybe, you know, maybe I knock one free, you know, they, they have been a... a they're 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 I mean, plus minus right now. They're plus minus. They're even right now. So they will turn the ball over yeah, on occasion. I when I I was shocked by that. I'm like, boy, they've they've won pretty handily. They must be really high in the uh, turnover ratio, and they're not. They're even. Steve. One you know, of the right? things we saw a couple years ago when Ben Roethlisberger was getting rid of the ball so quickly is you're throwing the ball into traffic a lot. Oh, without question. And guys, a lot more tip balls. Yeah, a lot yeah. more tip passes, a lot more guys not really securing the ball, and mm-hmm. then they're hit, yeah. uh, things of that nature, and you put it on the ground. So um, They also throw in the middle of the field where there's right, more where there's, where there's more traffic. I mean, I so I can live with that. They're last or second to last in throwing outside the numbers. Yeah. And a lot of them, as you mentioned, are bubble screens to Zay Flowers, things like that, too. Especially so. on a what's supposed to be a wet, kind of rainy day. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll live with that. If they want to throw a, a, you know, 26-yard passes, Yeah, uh, I'm good with that. So, I mean, you let off by saying Lamar's completion percentage is super high and he's throwing the ball as well as he ever has. I still don't know that he's going to Brady or Breeze you down the field. No, that's know, the other thing. Ping, yeah. pin, 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 you know, I mean, he's still uh, not a super. Is the 26% that he's missing on, are they, like, really bad misses, mm-hmm. you know? He's only thrown one interception. Yes, they, he's only thrown one interception thus far this mm, season, yeah. and they're even in turnover ratio. Mm-hmm. So they're putting the ball on the ground. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I don't dislike it. I mean, I, I still think probably need to put a lot of bodies near the line of scrimmage in general. And if they do beat you over the top, especially if the if weather's an issue, I can live with that too. Yeah, um, in a long developing, you know, three second I'll, play. I'll, a three second play, I'll trust that my pass rush is going to get there. Because mm-hmm. I do think you'll pressure him, and the pressure numbers showed that he has not held, handled pressure particularly well this year. So I either want it coming out super quick, or I want him holding it quite a while. You know what I mean? Yeah, one, no, so not, in nothing in between. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't want him dropping yeah. back and standing there and delivering the football. Yeah, two and a half, boom. You know, right? No, I think you're right about that. And their receivers are good, but they're not super dangerous. Yeah, they're not. Yeah, other than Flowers, there's not a real run after the catch guy. Mm-hmm. Even Andrews isn't a guy that he's not Kelsey. He's not with Kelsey. The ball you're one of those guys. Yeah, or right. Kittle. Or even, you know, Adams in terms of beating you intermediate routes and stuff like that. Yeah. Too. I mean, they're good, but they're not phenomenal. Yeah. I'll be interested to see what, you know, what the deal is with Odell Beckham in this game. Mm-hmm. Um, see if he's available. Yeah. I guess we'll get a better idea of that probably during our show if the, the uh, report comes out. Hopefully but at some point. Here. Hopefully. But yeah. yeah. Sounds like Bateman's a go. Uh, Check out Yin's Chat's regular season challenge each week. Answer Steelers trivia and make game day picks for a chance to win signed helmets, jerseys, footballs, or even a trip to the 2024 NFL Draft. Log on to the Steelers mobile app now and play for a chance at this week's prize, a signed football by one Alex Highsmith. Not bad. There you go. Been some good prizes. Today's question is, this is a, this is a good one here. Bobby Shaw or Mike Wallace, who had the longest reception in a game versus the Ravens? Who Wallace is hard to beat. I mean, he's a uh, <laughs> deep ball guy, so I'm going to go with Wallace. Okay, we'll see. I don't would... trust me though. I'm just kind of. I, I don't think him. I would go in that direction. Okay, I have a feeling you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, tomorrow's question: If you want to get a jump start on this, Syracuse or North Carolina? 
which school has produced more Steelers draft picks? Wow. Syracuse has a strong history of putting out NFLers, including uh, one Craig Wolfley. Yeah. Interesting. So, okay. People forget Wolf was a Syracuse. Yeah. I, don't know if he, I guess graduate. I don't know if he graduated. <laughs> Sometimes I say? wonder. Who's to say? <laughs> <laughs> and you edited stories, too. <laughs> he was a communications major. Not an English major. A writing major. <laughs> uh, we joke. Wolf's a... Wolf's a Wolf's fine, a respe- respected Syracuse graduate. Scholar. Scholar. I think he was a Rhodes Scholar there. <laughs> Perhaps. When I say Rhodes, I'm sp- spelling that R-O-D. Road grade. R-O-A-D-S, yes. Yeah. <laughs> He's a Rhodes Scholar. He's in Hit the Road. Um, getting back to the uh, the game here, um, the Steelers have had issues against the opposing team's number one receiver. Big time, yeah. Big time. Yeah, they sure have. I don't expect that to happen against Flowers. Flowers might have a bunch of catches in this game. He's not a Peltia route runner like those guys either. Yeah, down the field, big. Mm -mm. If you look at the receivers who have given them issues, Devontae Adams, Nico Collins, Brandon Ayuk, Amari Cooper. Yeah. They're They're all traditional. They're more traditional 6'1", 6'2", 6'3", playmakers down the field. That's what they want Bateman to be, but he really doesn't have any track record of doing that. And I can't imagine him being a high-target guy for this game. You know, where... In week one, Flowers had almost 50% of their targets. I mean, he's still their top target dude, but it's not as extreme as that. But he's a really interesting player, and I think both of us really liked him coming out of BC. Yeah. I mean, we're really high on him. But he's a little more gadgety than those type of dudes that you mentioned that have beat him up. Um, How about this little nugget here? Steelers are four-point underdogs in this game. Mm -hmm. The Steelers are 51-29-3. Against the spread as underdogs under Mike Tomlin. Wow, that's a six thirty-seven. Uh, I bet they have percentage. a decent flat-out win percentage. That is too, the best yeah. record in the NFL in that span as really? an underdog. As a dog, they are. They are oh, that's their their game record. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, not, they're, not, not they're, against the spread record. That's their against the spread oh, record. Oh, okay. They're as their Tomlin's record as an underdog is forty-three and forty. I say I think he's over five hundred. He's over five hundred when his team is an underdog. And let alone being an underdog digits. at home. Mm, it's probably even better, yeah. Yeah, I, they, I, I don't mean, know all these games there. are three. I mean, I've heard a lot of, you know, I listen to podcasts a bunch, and so many people that pick games are like, this was less than three, maybe I'd take the Ravens, but it's always a three-point game, and it's going to come down to a field goal, and four is too many, you know? Yeah, that's, yeah, I, I hear I them. mean, I hear that line of thinking. Yeah, one for, that's. I, I think, I don't, I didn't, I'm not sure I mentioned it, but I hosted a Thursday night podcast with Mike Pursuta last night, and he's like, and you're in the same boat. He's like, I've seen every game between these two coaches, yeah. and they're always the same. I mean, and frankly, myself, and we'll get the picks. I'm torn. Is this? I think one team's noticeably better than the other right now. Is that the way this game's going to go, or is it going to be Raven Steelers as it always is? You know what I mean? Where you truly throw yeah. out the records and how you're playing. And Mike basically just believes that these games are always going to be the same, no matter if it's your ten and one. They kind of play them to yeah. be that way. I mean, it becomes a self fulfilling prophecy. Mm-hmm. Like if you go into this game saying, "Well, this game's going to be really, this is going to be a three point game." Mm-hmm. Both head coaches go into the game going, "Hey, fellas, this is going to be a three point game." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Guess what? And it's probably going to be a three point game. Yeah, and then you coach accordingly. And, <laughs> yeah, you, know, you coach you it that way, and it yeah. becomes that way. And I just think that's the way both of these guys coach, mm-hmm. particularly when they're coaching against each other. Yeah, um, like this Ravens team isn't going to necessarily run away from anybody. They're Ollie not built Fra- to do that. Ollie and Frazier could fight 50 times, yeah. and they all were going to go the same way. The only know? way the Ravens do that to anybody, really, is if Lamar breaks off a couple of long runs. 
Yeah. And I don't feel confident about him doing that against the Steelers. I don't know. Who've done a, a really They do a really good job. He was 4.3 yards per carry in his career against yeah. and even before he became the starter, they were run him out there on some you know. Oh, that rookie some year. Stuff. He, was, he had a lot of packages, yeah. And it's it's you know, so there is a track record there that they know how to defend him. Mm-hmm. No, I definitely think that that's very relevant in this game. You know that they get him on the ground, they hit him a lot. He's been visually uncomfortable, you know, yeah. in several Steeler games. I mean, you can rattle him a little bit, you know, physically. Yeah, get him seeing some things that really aren't there. Mm-hmm. And we'll see. I, I don't know. I mean, I also think there's there's something in this series like the Steelers are kind of like a wounded animal right now oh there's something you said for that and so were the Bears last night the I Bears mean, last yeah, night yeah, were right. the same thing they're like about people to lose 15 in a row yeah You're people right. are talking, oh, does Matt Eberflus get fired after this game I thought he would yeah I mean if they lost I thought he during the long week that he would not be back and well that's not going to be the case now sure um so there's some of that I, I just think you know in a game after a game in which Mike Tomlin's calling his team up publicly for not being physical enough, mm-hmm. I would be. That's sh- not the I problem. would be shocked if they're not physical enough in this game. Mm-hmm. No, I 100 percent agree. I'm more worried about injuries and things of that nature too. Like, I sure wish Cam Hayward in this game. You know, yeah. I mean, but here. one of the things we talked about all offseason, Matt, boy, the Steelers team's really improved its depth. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to see now. A little bit, yeah. We're going to see, see now. more rookies. We talked about that last segment. You know, some younger guys are going. It's time for them to step up. It's October, and it's time for Kenny Pickett to. No, he needs to start playing. Play well. Yeah, I mean, if he doesn't, then we think doesn't matter. The doesn't yeah. matter if everything else goes perfectly. If the quarterback yeah. doesn't play well, you're not going to win. Yeah, you're not going to win in this league. No. So he needs to play a lot better. Absolutely. We're going to get to another break. He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. You're listening to the Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. And uh, when we come back, Matt, it will be time for the fantasy football like focus. It. We got to get back on the horse here. Two straight oh, we're weeks a of lagging. Yeah, yeah, we're we're we've fallen behind a little bit here. We got to get back uh, in a in winning fashion here, and we will try to do that with our DFS lineup. Uh, we'll do that right after this. Man, my holiday bills are almost as hard to get rid of as my in-laws. I guess my budget will be my New Year's resolution again. Hi there, friendly S and T banker here. The aftermath of the holidays can be tough. Have you thought about using the equity in your home to consolidate your debt? I can do that? Yep. Home equities are one of the lowest cost financing options. At ST Bank, we can help you so you can have a financial fresh start. Stop by a branch or visit stbank.com to learn more. ST Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. <laughs> 